0: I'm going to ask uh, Ed and Elsie Preston to go ahead and start walking up here as I begin talking about them, and I want to introduce them, and I want to um, uh, pray over them, and there'll be some photographs uh, going up, so somehow... uh, try to pay attention to me with your ears, but I know when you see Ed when he was young and try to pick him out in a photo, it's going to be hard uh, not to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, distracted there. But uh, Ed and Elsie Preston, you guys are a couple that um, you love the Lord, um, and uh, we we know that about you. Um, You've served and retired from the military, so you've served us through uh, serving us and protecting us. Thank you so much, Ed, for that, in those many years. Uh, but you've served this spiritual family so well. Uh, you, you just, um, I know your prayer warriors, your intercessors, you pray for us. You are aware of our needs. You come and serve us and help us there with your generosity and your kindness. And um, you're original members of the church of 40 years And uh, you're still blessing us with uh, great generosity. We just say thank you so much. Let's give them a big hand for their uh, acts of kindness over the four decades uh, to us. Uh, This is a couple that lives out um, a godly marriage. And so we want to learn from them. We want to learn really their journey and process of how God uh, kept them. And bless them over the different phases of their life. And so yes. uh, we're, we're honored that you're uh, speaking today. I know we're all going to receive nuggets of wisdom. Let me pray for you. Well, Father God, we are uh, trusting you today that your spirit is here. And through your word and through the testimony of, of you in the Preston's hearts and lives, we're going to receive encouragement. We're going to receive insights for our life, for our relationships. And so we're grateful, Lord. May our ears be open to your spirit as you speak and teach us. And, Lord, we know that
1: you're going to speak through them and empower them. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Great. Well, thank you, Stephen, for the opportunity to uh, speak uh, about our marriage and also to, uh, to glorify the Lord because that's what it's all about. Uh, we met in 1964, and uh, <laughs> that's all gone. We met in 1964, and uh, we're married in 1966. And uh, I accepted the Lord as Savior in 1966 at uh, Moorhead, Kentucky, where Elsie's from. Uh, I was in the university or in college there, and uh, it was a uh, It was a life-changing experience for me. I did not take it lightly. When I accepted the Lord, my my life changed, and it was going to need to because a lot of things were going to happen to me pretty quick uh, in the next few years. I also... uh, I'm going to turn some more pages here. But after... uh, I'll
2: tell you all later. I'll (laughs) fill it in.
1: (laughs) But uh, I joined the Army in... uh, 1966 in June uh... out of the university. I did not finish then. I I went ahead and went to the military because I had an opportunity to be a pilot. And uh... so uh, the first phase of that was to go to Fort Polk, Louisiana, do basic training uh... and then uh... go on to Fort Walters, Texas for primary. Elsie was in Japan with her sister. She was traveling we would pass each other and see each other every once in a while but what we have is a marriage that was uh has a lot of separations in it we were separated lots and uh and we had to make up for that when we got together so we we did that uh we were both the youngest in our families and uh it was this was another thing that was really important to me is, is, is our relationship. I wanted uh, a God-centered uh, marriage based on Christ and for him to be exalted, and it would have to be his peace. I knew that Elsie would be that part of that dream and hope. Psalm 37, 37 says, A future awaits those who seek peace. So it did just that. You want to jump in any time?
2: <laughs> Love to. <laughs> okay. Uh, our wedding took place on December twenty second, nineteen sixty six, uh, at uh, my church, uh, First Church of God in Moorhead, three days before Christmas, and that was kind of a miracle in itself. And some dear ladies in the church gave us a shower. It it happened quickly because uh, we had to change the plans from August to December.
1: It was a. It was a. A busy time for us, especially. I I went on, after basic training, I went on to uh, the primary helicopter school. And uh, we had planned to get married, but the time just kept getting shorter and shorter. Uh, Finally, uh, we were able to marry in in December. I won't forget this time. In December, and uh, uh, we were going to meet... Then together, we were going to come together then in Alabama at the advanced training school. And uh, that was a life-changing time for us. We moved, uh, Elsie came down, uh, brought all of our stuff, and uh, we set up housekeeping in a trailer court in, uh, in a pecan orchard. It was really an experience. But Newton, Alabama was the perfect place for us to be. It was a peaceful little southern town, and the people were just extraordinary uh, uh, friendly. We went to the First Baptist Church, and we sat back over like there. And uh, the pastor uh, was an intern; uh, he was a president of a college, and he looked over at us now, and he points to us and he said, "You all stand up and tell us who you are." Well, there's no doubt that we're military. There's no doubt that we uh, are uh from out of state and that we have a uh, uh We're newlyweds. newlyweds i mean there's just no doubt about us, so we just we had to bear it all right there in front of everybody so uh after the service, a couple comes up to us, Frank and Janice Boydston, and they said, "Hey, how about coming home for lunch with us you know and that's great because of no telling what we would have had. I made $350 a month, and I spent $125 a month for this trailer. So we had some months that we had a whole lot more month and not enough money, or we would suppose that. But uh, they have been lifelong friends of ours. That's why it is so important to have a church that you go to that... Uh, that you can become friends with, and and this church is just exactly like that. I have spent a lot of time, and so has Elsie, right down here, getting solutions to problems that we might have had. All right, darling, go go for it.
2: Okay, still you. Who's <laughs> giving
1: that? Well, I I will tell you that uh, I was uh, assigned to a unit in Vietnam. We were going to have more time after. Uh, flight school, and we were going to enjoy our honeymoon and all of that stuff, and I get a port call that's uh, earlier than uh, I thought it was going to be, and so I had to report to uh, the Army Depot in California. Uh, It was, uh, I got to Vietnam, I was there, I was 23 on August the 5th, and uh, on August the 7th, 11 days after I got there, I was shot down for the first time. I was, uh, we got in on an approach. We went to pick up some admin people, we thought, the infantry school there in Vietnam, bring them down to a location, drop them off, and they were doing their final problem back toward the school, and then they would graduate. didn't happen that way. We got on approach. We were shot up. the first five aircraft that went in, and uh, I had 26 hits in my side of the aircraft. And uh, when we got in there, we found that the the advisor, American advisor, had been hit. And so I turned around to just tell the uh, crew chief to lay him in the floor because we were going to have to come out of there. We were losing the engine. I was the flying pilot, too. So uh, we came out of there, got uh, just a short distance, maybe 300 feet in the air, and just some short distance from there, the engine seized, and we went in, and I did an auto-rotation, and we we made it. But uh, what I didn't say was, uh, you know, as I turned around to have this uh, guy laid in the floor, somebody shot the windshield from over the distance right here, so it would have hit me right here. So, uh, you know... The scripture that always comes to me is Psalm 3.3. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me and the glory and the lifter of my head. He definitely lifted my head. He definitely had his shield up for me sure. that day. Now, I, we were, there's Elsie home. I'm 13,000 miles away, and the chaplain's going to write a letter. I had a wound, so I, I, we, I got that taken care of but I wanted to get a letter to her first to say I'm okay. It's it's not going to be as bad as what it seems. But uh you know she's extraordinary. She's she's not your she's she's not the uh melting type. And so she she weathered that storm. She also got the chaplain's letter, I think, which was pretty hard pretty hard for her. Again in uh, January the 5th I was shot down again. I was shot that time and got sent out of country. And we went. I went to Japan, and I'm riding with the the uh, my flight surgeon after I got out of the hospital. And he says uh, his his wife turns around and says, uh, "Mr. Preston, when were you hit?" And I said, "Which time?" And I, she turned back to her husband and said, "He's going home." I was scheduled to go back to Vietnam. So, praise God, I I made that that adjustment, and we. We, I went uh, on back to, we went to Hunter Army Airfield in Savannah, Georgia. We're just kind of rushing through this because of time, but it was, uh, we got to be together. I, for, the, for the longest time, uh, up to then, we were together at, at Hunter Army Airfield, and Elsie was working, and she was doing the nursing homes and things like that, and she took me with her one day. And I met Mrs. Glisson and Elza, Eliza: Eliza Thomas. Eliza Thomas's mom and dad had been slaves, and she was absolutely the sweetest lady you ever met in your life. And so I guess that's when I got indoctrinated in, in doing what, uh, what you do, what you love to do. Where do you want to start?
2: I think we need another day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you go ahead and, and come over into uh, to this area right here, if you will. Okay.
2: Okay, let's jump to our 50th year, which was 2016. And uh, a lot of you remember that. Uh, in September that year, we went to uh, uh, North Carolina where Ed's nephew, Frank, and his wife, Joan, lived, still live. And they planned a special trip for us to the Outer Banks and Ocracoke Island. And uh, Frank drove us. And um, it was a memorable vacation. Uh, We did a two and a half hour crossing of Pamlico Sound on a ferry that we drove onto. That was a new experience. Uh, In November of that year, another one of Ed's nephews uh, that some of you met, Don Marsh and his wife, Kathy, gave us a um, an early celebration of our 50th, because it was going to be in December, so they did this in November, uh, when it wasn't so busy, and that was very, very special. Thanks to all of you that helped with that, um, right over in the Fellowship Hall. Then on the actual date, December 22nd, uh, the real date of our anniversary, Jim and Lynn Price met us at the Bell House for dinner, and... Uh, Had a great meal, and Ed and I got a free dessert. Um, And this time last year, Jim and Lynn were telling their story, and we miss that guy so much. We know he wouldn't come back, but we miss him. Go ahead.
1: Well, 2020, we'll go over that quickly. That was a year for all of us. It was was just an unbelievable time. I got COVID early. In in 2020, it could have been even earlier than it could have been 19, but uh, you know it was it was so hard. Elsie also had COVID, so she was in the hospital for five, five days, and uh, it was really a tough time. But uh, we were you want to tell? Uh,
2: in in May of 2020 is when my sister uh, Marcy fell in Moorhead, and a lot of you know remember that because you prayed for her. And uh, I got to be in the hospital with her at UK, uh, It was weeks. And then uh, um, when she was home, um, I stayed with her. And I, I wanted to be sure and bring this out that Ed never complained about me being away all that time. And he had already gone through this before because my sisters and I took care of our mom the last three years of her life. And, uh, and I, I, sometimes I was gone more than a week at a time. But I've I've always been grateful. He was a wonderful son-in-law to my mom, and uh, he he showed her loving kindness. He was very generous to her. She uh, when she was widowed, um, she babysat the little ones from birth to a year old, and, and so uh, he wanted to make sure her needs were met. And and I said, I think she finally forgave you. Finally forgave her for uh, turning the porch light on and off when we were dating. If we stayed in the car too long when we got back from a date. Uh, okay. Oh, that's where you already said yeah. that. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Uh, November the 2nd, 2020, my brother-in-law, Bill, uh, Barb's husband, went to heaven the day before their 58th anniversary. And uh, the, the great thing about this was he, just in June, had accepted the Lord and um june the 7th and he immediately called his granddaughter and said hannah i'm one of you now he had never understood uh, the love and the grace of god and so uh hannah from a child had witnessed her grandpa faithfully for years and years and then um march 2021 last year marcy fell again and i know you remember that um uh, you that were praying for her and the leg that had had the severe break the year before is the one she re-broke. So uh, it was back to spending time with her, which I was glad to do, but Ed had to be uh, gracious again. <clears throat> now, we do want to transition, right? We're there. Um, we we want to um, speak directly to you. That, that was a quick synopsis of us. But... Um, First, to, to the young people, to uh, teenagers, college age, dating age, this is important. If if you're dating someone that doesn't respect you, you need to think about that. They may not be, that person may not be who you need to be dating. And um, respect for the person uh, that you're dating will help keep you out of trouble. You don't want to hurt or misuse or abuse a person you respect, and that person should feel the same about you. And by all means, avoid allowing yourself to be in a situation where you can be tempted to commit sexual sin. Let me read something to you from Romans 6 from the Passion Translation. Uh, Romans 6, uh, the, oh, well, doesn't matter. Um, Sin is a dethroned monarch, So you must no longer give it an opportunity to rule over your life, controlling how you live and compelling you to obey its desires and cravings. So then refuse to answer its call to surrender your body as a tool for wickedness. Instead, passionately answer God's call to keep yielding your body to him as one who has now experienced resurrection life. You live now for his pleasure, ready to be used for his noble purpose. Remember this, sin will not conquer you because God already has. You're not governed by law, but governed by the reign of the grace of God. Don't you realize that grace frees you to choose your own master, but choose carefully? For you surrender yourself to become a servant bound to the one you choose to obey. If you, love to sin, if you love sin, then it will become your master, and it will own you and reward you with death. But if you choose to love and obey God, he will lead you into perfect righteousness. And if you don't make that decision, young people, wherever, you're watching or anybody here or young people that you know about, uh, tell them. If you don't make that decision and commit to it, to, to not allow yourself to be in a situation that, that's uh, risky, uh, then you can be targeted by the enemy to give in to the natural, normal desire, but it's only reserved for married people. Remember that. Remember also that living together, that's uh, not the same as being married. And uh, it isn't lawful. And in the sight of a God, you are not married. And you young ladies, you, teenagers, college age, um, you are precious and you're beautiful. And you'll very likely be a bride one day. And you'll probably be a mother. Those are high callings. Don't listen to the world. Doesn't matter what they say. They're high callings. They're from God marriage and family are god's ideas and they're still very fulfilling if you'll do it his way and young men you'll probably be husband someday some of you say no not maybe you're younger but uh, but it's true you probably will be a husband someday and a father and that's honorable it's a privilege uh, to care and uh, support care for and support your family And by the way, yes, uh, hard work is honorable. The Bible speaks very negatively about laziness. We humans, you know, God didn't create us to be self-centered or lazy. There are four words that are very important for all of us, no matter what age. And they are respect, honor, kindness, and patience. And they're necessary in human relationships we've learned that our words are so important. There are several verses in Proverbs re- referring to our use of words. Let me read a little bit to you. Proverbs 17:27, also from the Passion. Can you bridle your tongue when your heart is under pressure? An understanding heart keeps you cool, calm, and collected, no matter what you're facing. When even a fool bites his tongue doesn't say anything he's considered wise so shut your mouth when you're provoked it will make you look smart i thought that was really good and keeping quiet will keep things from escalating and keep you from saying things that you'll regret and from wounding your spouse or anybody else you're talking to may be difficult to do when you're angry but it's very smart The Bible says that life and death are in the tongue. That's how serious our words are. They can do terrible damage or they can bless and nurture and encourage. Now, do we look like people that get on each other's nerves after 55 years? We confess. We still do. (laughs) But the good news is not as often as it used to be, and we forgive much more quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took us years, but uh, our personalities can still get in the way at times. But that's because of our differences. Uh, it, and I hadn't written this down, but he's more sanguine, I'm more melancholy. If you know the personality types, so there you go. <laughs> uh, but it, it would be boring if we were the same personality type, probably. So, uh, and and we're both leaders. We we just I mean, last night we were working on something and and uh and it was okay who's gonna lead and so we we still uh that's just still something we deal with but hey we love each other and from our perspective and we've learned how to defer to each other uh from our perspective both of us being in our 70s now we're looking backward and we're saying wow life is short i know a lot of you much younger you don't see that yet but boy we do and a lot of our peers, you, you see that life really is short. And it's too short to not get misunderstandings straightened out and have a home that's peaceful and loving. And another thing that we're all seeing is uh, family members and friends losing their spouses to this life. And thankfully, so far, all of them are in heaven. We're grateful for that. But our humanness, our neediness just seems to cry out, me first, meet my needs. Does a a husband uh, stop to think, what are my wife's deepest needs? Or does a wife ever stop to think, what are my husband's needs? We can enter into marriage with emotional baggage that we don't even know we have. And with unrealistic expectations, like my spouse is going to meet my needs. Well, that's a tall order, and it's unfair. And um, the truth is our deepest needs can only be met by God himself. That's right. And he wants to do that for us because why? He's a good, good father. And we just have one chance at this marriage relationship. And when is it? This life is all we have. Because we're not married in heaven, so uh, we know that, that God's plan is for us to to uh, enjoy the benefits of, of uh, marriage, and uh, so we our desire is to to see uh, marriages restored, healed, um, and so we say, talk to each other and uh, li- and be good listeners. What have been, we've been hearing lately? Be all ears. So if if your spouse will, uh, if if you'll both humble yourselves before the Lord first, and then before each other, take the walls of defense down, and really talk, take the risk, and uh, maybe maybe you need to apologize for something, and and uh, maybe it was years ago, um, but and also, and I think I heard this today already, but it could have been just a a, a slow, painful process of disconnecting and drifting apart, which is really sad. Um, we just ask you to, to talk to each other and, and uh, don't go on in silent misery. God will heal your hearts. He'll heal, heal your marriage if you're willing.
1: We want to just say this again, that marriage is a covenant between a man, a woman, and God. It is a binding and solemn agreement. Take your marriage to be solemn and binding mm-hmm. and spend the time it takes to do what needs to be done to to make this thing rock solid. God's got the answers for us. He speaks to us every day. He speaks to you every day. Mm-hmm. But we just get caught up in something else, and we need to just step back and say, God, uh, heal yeah. our marriage. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you...
2: I want to say one more thing. <clears throat> um, that I forgot to say, and, and I know this is about uh, marriages and couples today, but we, we talked about this and didn't write it down, that um, other relationships, if you've got a relationship with whomever, family, friend, that is, uh, uh, is very rocky right now, it's, people, it's just not worth it to go a lifetime and, and let things not be straightened out. So we're, we're speaking to you too. This is for everybody.
1: Thanks. Uh, At this time, the altar ministry uh, couples will be coming to the front, and each one will be on the side of the sanctuary. We'll be down there, too, also. And uh, perhaps uh, you want to pray uh, for yourselves or you want to pray for someone else that you know their marriage is in trouble. Uh, Take the time to come up here, and let's pray with you. Uh, We all know of couples who need prayer. Uh, every we operate everyone should operate with these important words: respect, honor, kindness, and patience. Uh, with all that we 've heard the things that you 're going through in this lifetime of marriage, there are still there still will be joy, joy in, in the, the journey. journey. <laughs>
0: I, I do want you to pray for our marriages and families in just a moment here, but I, I, can I ask you a couple questions real quick? No. <laughs> sure, go ahead. So, you you mentioned in your intro that you're you've had seasons of separations and times mm-hmm. of separations, and you described the the military mm-hmm. uh, duties there, and, and you're here in the United States, you're here in Thengar, and so. That that was a real. I mean, you were a young believer at the time. I mean, so kind of you. You had you had to have grace from God through I that. Understand. I want you to maybe teach us a little bit about that. Then it, again, Ed, she's been she was gone to the hospital battling pneumonia and, and COVID nineteen for five days. She's been gone uh, taking care of family members. You know, so when you're separated, that, it's kind of interesting. There there's a grace we need for that. Um, yeah, uh, and we need to. Yeah. Grace for when we're together. So, kind of break it down a little bit. What, what, what do you uh, remember? No, that was a long time ago. But um, was you got the microphone right yeah. there? Did you just go ahead.
2: Well, uh, I think it would be commitment to the covenant, um, and I don't. I don't know of any other reason uh, because you don't know what things are going to happen in your in your marriage and your lifetime. So, if you don't make those commitments. And, and make them rock solid, then uh, anything could happen. You know, we were way apart, miles apart. So uh, if we were going to do something sneaky and bad, couldn't, but we didn't want to.
1: I'm not the romantical guy, okay? Yeah, you know? he is. I mean, but uh, just as an example, when I would pick her up at the hospital to bring her home to rest to, uh, you know, between her visits with her sister... Uh, we would have a date, you know. Mm-hmm. We would go somewhere and eat. We would have a great time together. Take those opportunities. It may be just small things, you know. But still, you're doing things together, mm-hmm. and you love every minute of that. Mm-hmm.
0: That's right. That's so good. Um, I tell you another
1: thing that I know about you
0: two is that you're people of prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you, we, we know that because you pray for us so faithfully and diligently and with faith. And I'm, I'm kind of assuming here when you're separated, you probably pray a lot for your spouse and, mm-hmm. and you kind of need the prayer yourself. And, you know, they need the prayer and you're really investing, uh, you know, time into prayer for them. Mm-hmm. Any, anything
1: to add about that, about prayer and marriage or prayer when you're separated? Well, you saw that uh, when I was in Vietnam, what my situation was. I mean, we could not communicate. Soldiers today are communicating every day with their spouses. Mm-hmm. So when they go on a mission, that spouse goes on that mission with them until he returns and tells her he's okay. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked what we did. We, mm-hmm. we could deliberately uh, have our, you know, I'd get it, do what I had to do, and, and get over it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we, if I didn't have that prayer that Elsie was lifting up for me and others, I would never have made it. No way. I mean, it was just too intense. So, yes, yeah, prayer's, prayer is the most important thing we've got. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, would you do that right now? Would you just take a you know, moment here, listen to the Lord, and pray for us here? And there's people online that are listening, watching, and even into the next week. Or, you, know, yeah. and you, so. lead. you lead
1: in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Father God, we, just, we thank you so much for your faithfulness. You are so good to us. You are so patient. You are so long-suffering with us. You, you give us time to to um, mature over the years. You, you just, um, you're just so good. To, you, you are just that good, good Father. And we just thank you that, that you are today wanting to heal hearts, um, individuals as well as marriages. And, Father, it's our deepest desire today. That somebody, somebody's life will change today for the better as they look to you. All we wanted to do was just point people to you. So we just thank you for your loving kindness. You're uh, you're always willing to forgive us when we mess up. And, uh, I mean, Father, you've shown us in your word. You called David a man after your own heart. And yet he he messed up royally, but you still loved him. And as long as we are um, going closer and closer to you, that's the direction we want to go—is toward you, not yes. away from you. I we need him. you desperately, and you're always there with open arms. So we're just so grateful for that. We love you, Father. And we thank you for what you're doing today. We're believing that you're doing something in all of our hearts. This day,
1: just remember uh, that God's grace is new every morning. God's grace was new this morning before we came here, or before you uh, tuned in with us. So enjoy God's grace. Set everything aside. Ask for forgiveness of sin if there's sin. But husbands, spend time with your wives. Wives, spend times praying for your husband as he goes or you go out into the marketplace. Spend time together, as much time as you can. Enjoy the children, do with them also, but take time to do something together and renew your marriage every day, we pray in
2: Jesus' name.
1: And I want
0: to go ahead and offer prayer for those who'd either come back to the Lord uh, because you've been away or those who have never... Uh, giving your heart to Christ. before, And so, let's open the door for you to pray this in your heart, either online or here in person. And I'm going to ask you to repeat after me in just a minute, but perhaps you, you're you desiring this kind of love in your life that, that for your relationships, you're desiring that you could be a person of prayer and actually have faith and peace when you pray. Perhaps you're going, I want a, a, a blessing like that on my marriage. I need that And so, if you could repeat after me as I'm going to say a believer's prayer to turn away from your old ways and turn to God. And I'm going to just ask everyone to repeat after me uh, as the Lord knows who is doing this for the first time. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I want a change in my life. I want a change in my life. I don't want to stay the same anymore. I don't want it to
1: stay the same
0: anymore. I've tried it already in my own strength. I've tried
1: it already in
0: my own strength. And it's no good. And it's no good. So I turn away from my ways and my sins.
1: I turn away from my ways and my sins.
0: And I turn solely to you. And
1: I turn solely to you. I
0: want you in my
1: life today. I want you
0: in my life today. I want you in my heart today. I want you in my heart today. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please forgive me of all my sins. And cleanse me of all the evil done against me. Cleanse me of all the evil done against me. Heal my wounds. Heal my wounds. Restore my heart. Restore
1: my heart. I make you Lord and Savior of my life. I make you Lord and Savior of my life. I choose you today. I choose you today.
0: fill me with your love fill me, me with your, your love help me love in the relationships i have help,
1: help me, me love, love in the relationships, relationships i have thank you jesus thank you jesus
0: you're a child of god now you're going to heaven when you die you've just stepped into eternal life that will last through these years on earth and right into heaven Let's praise God Hallelujah. for our salvation Hallelujah. and for those who prayed that prayer, yes, either here Lord. or online. Let's just praise God for that. Well, Lord Jesus, thank you for your blessing on our marriages, on our covenant. Thank you, Lord God, that we receive that. You are a romantic God. We thank you for your romantic love over us, as your beloved bride. And Lord, we thank you that this week we go with your blessing with us, your grace with their the grace to love, their grace to walk in unity with their loved ones. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We receive that blessing and that grace today. And, uh, and, and Lord, thank you for your salvation over our lives.